Welcome back for episode 20 of Self-Signed Artist. You've heard it before many, many times. It's all about location, location, location. As a musician, how much does it matter where you live and should you consider moving to a music hub? You're listening to Self-Signed Artist, the podcast that helps independent musicians run their brand like a business. Now, your hosts, Kobe Nelson and Jake Mannix. How's it going, everybody? I'm Kobe Nelson, and I'm joined by my co-host, joining me from a completely different location than me, Jake Mannix. All the way from New York. What's up? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you been this week, Jake? I've been all right. This week, man, actually, this week was a very, very exceptional week for me it was pretty good nice that's good anything you can talk about or just great week in general no it was just it was just like like no bad days like every day there was a it was just very good just no bad things were happening (laughs) that's always good so it was great it was great how was your week Eh, normal normal (laughs) i'm not exceptional not terrible just it was a week hey that's good too had a good day today. Got to go out and uh, surprise a friend for her birthday uh, up in Plymouth, Mass. So mm. that was that was a good day. But yeah, otherwise just been trucking along. As you do. As I do. As everybody does. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, was that your segue? Trucking along. Like you pack up a moving truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of trucking... <laughs> This podcast is off the rails today, dude. Okay. Oh, God. Speaking of trucking, (laughs) (laughs) U-Hauls. Moving. That is the segue of the century right there. Yeah, so today we're talking about moving your location from one place, wherever you are, out to a music hub so in the last couple decades i mean in general the world has gotten quite a bit smaller i would say like with the internet kind of taking over pretty much every aspect of business it's it's no longer considered a requirement i think that you meet face to face with anybody really in any of your business stuff or your meetings and any of that it's kind of become a thing, especially I would say in 2020, as this like pandemic has forced everybody to make things work virtually. So I think a lot of people would argue that these days you can make it in the music industry from anywhere. And I think that's definitely true. And and there are countless examples of very successful artists, I think, who have, have come out of seemingly nowhere and didn't come from an especially or from a from a music city or anything like that from a hub in the music industry but at the same time i think there are still definitely some significant advantages to living in a music hub city that need to be considered if you're serious about making the music thing your full-time gig you know so that's kind of what i want to go over today uh, i want to just talk about some of the benefits of living in a city that's considered a music hub and then on the flip side maybe also cover some of the valid reasons why an artist might choose to not move to a music city and 
what the consequences of that decision might be, the challenges that might come up as a result of not moving to a music hub city. And in that, I mean, we can talk about why I personally have not moved for my career in the music industry and why I'm in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut versus, I don't know, somewhere like New York or LA or Nashville or or any other big city. And, and I'm, I'm thinking maybe we can cover the same thing for you too, Jake, and get some of your thoughts on the matter for your own career. Yeah. So for this episode, we're going to be focusing almost exclusively on the U.S., cities in the U.S., because that's where we come from. That's the music industry that we're familiar with, even though, I mean, there is a music industry that exists outside the U.S. as well. Ooh, what would some of those be? I've never thought of that. I mean, there are, there are, I don't know, a ton of cities that would fall into this, but like one example that I can think of is Sweden. So a, a big part of pop music over the last, I don't know, 20 years plus has come out of Sweden and Swedish songwriters all the way back to like, if you, if you think about like the classic like boy bands, girl bands type thing from like the early 2000s and stuff like Backstreet Boys, Sync, all that type of stuff. A lot of those songs were written in Sweden by Swedish no songwriters. So there's little, there, there are definitely hubs around the world. I don't know. I've worked with a bunch of bands from Australia as well. So there's definitely places around the world that could be considered music hubs, I would say. But I'm less familiar with those in general. So I, I don't know. I think for today, we should probably just stick with the US. And I think anybody listening in another location will be able to kind of take the same, take the ideas that we're, we're talking about in regard to these locations and apply them to wherever you're from. Whatever country you're in, there's going to be a location, I think, that the music industry is sort of focused around. So you can use these ideas and tips and just apply them to where you are. So in the U.S., traditionally, I would say, if you're thinking about locations that are music hubs or music industry hubs, I don't know, I, I, th I would think that there are kind of like three main options that have historically been the main locations like Jake, would you be able to, what, what would you call like the main cities that music is centered around in the U S of a Los Angeles? Yeah. Big one. Nashville. Another big one. New York, New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I think historically those have been the big three. I don't know. I, in current times, I might say that that's shifted a little bit and don't hate me New Yorkers, but I kind of feel like we could take New York out of the big three at this point. Not to say that it's a bad place for musicians, but if we're talking about the overall music industry these days, I think the vast majority of the infrastructure in the industry is in L.A. and Nashville. So I would kind of consider those two cities to be the big two. And this, this is especially true when it comes to pop music. Would you would you make a case for New York to be considered in that too, or, or would you agree with that? Uh, the only case I can make is for Albany. <laughs> for all, yeah. How could I have left Albany out? Because it's next. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think of New York more as fashion now. Yeah, I I mean I think the reason the reason that I consider those two cities 
to be the music hubs is that it's just that they contain a large share of the infrastructure, like I said. Like, they're they're home to tons of the top studios, the labels, the publishers, well-known venues, producers, songwriters, studio musicians, like basically you name it. Like if it's something that's a big part of the music industry, you can find it pretty easily in one of those two locations. And I think New York used to be that, but kind of maybe for financial reasons, people have been sort of migrating out of New York recently. Like it's just become a really expensive place to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. You might've just been about to say this, but a lot of the like big studios have been closing down. Yeah, yeah. And it's been really sad to see because there have been a a lot of famous studios where huge records have been made in New York that are, yeah, closing up and just ceasing to exist. (laughs) So, I mean, I I have hope for New York still and that we can put it back up in the, the big three. But for now... I think the big two is kind of the main thing that we're talking about. Like if you're if you're looking to move into a city for the pop music industry, especially, I think those are your two options, L.A. and Nashville. And, and some people out there might be surprised to hear Nashville kind of thrown in that, like with the pop music thing, because a, a lot of people still think of Nashville as a country music town, which, I mean, it, it definitely still is. But if you if you look at a lot of the records that are being made now, there's a lot of pop that's coming out of Nashville these days. So I think it's much less of a niche town than it used to be. Like it's really kind of coming into the full pop music industry these days. I don't know. I have a, a lot of friends who are are down there working and, and do a lot of work in pop, especially in mastering pop music. So again, those are the big two. But but not to say that those are the only good spots in the country that there are for music. There are also some other cities that I think are are good for music, but they might have a slightly smaller infrastructure in the industry. And and I think one of the things that sort of sets them apart is that a, a lot of the other cities that are good for music tend to be focused more on a specific genre or even a specific like sub genre of rock or something like that. So I I would kind of group New York in that category on the edge, maybe not the genre part of it, but just the shrinking infrastructure there. But then you've got places like Atlanta, big in the hip hop scene, has been for a while, Chicago, Seattle, all the way back to like the grunge days. There's still a lot that's going on in that town. Austin, Austin, Texas, I would say is a is an up and comer in the music industry and a place that would be worth a look. And then another one, uh, this this isn't in the U.S., but it's close by the U.S. So I'm going to group it in is Toronto. There's been a lot of a lot of good music that's come out of Toronto and there are a lot of studios up there and things like that. So I think that's another one that's maybe worth mentioning even though if we're talking about this in this specific episode of places where you might want to move, that may be a, a difficult one to move to, especially from if you're from the U.S. originally. That's kind of tricky to get Canadian citizenship and stuff <laughs> like that. I have some friends who are actually working on that right now, and it's it's not as easy as you would think it would be to become a Canadian citizen. Are there any that I'm forgetting, Jake? Like any other cities? Obviously, we said Albany, New York. Can't forget oh, about yeah. Albany. Oh, yeah. Up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anywhere else? Not off the top of my head. Maybe Boston? I mean, there are... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
there are quite a few musicians and stuff in Boston, um, bands that have come out of Boston. Yeah, I, th- I think those are some of the main ones, at least. So I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this, Jake. So, I mean, there is a big community in Albany, in the Albany area and stuff. But have you ever considered moving to another city, whether that's one of these smaller cities that we talked about or L.A. or Nashville for the sake of your music career? Yes, I have thought about it. I've never seriously considered it. If you were going to move somewhere, where would you have considered? Um, Either New York City, just because it's close by. Yeah. Or LA. LA, yeah. I mean, yeah, for myself, I would say the same same type of thing. I'm close enough to New York right now where it's a pretty easy, I can make a pretty easy day trip of it. But it's far enough away where commuting in every day would be a challenge. And then, yeah, for L.A. would be the other the other possibility for me. Would you say where you are now in your current location, there are any disadvantages that you personally feel like you're missing out on something by not being in one of the hub cities? Yeah, I wish I lived in a hub city, a music hub city, so I could be around other creative people more often. Yeah. Not that I'm not around creative people. I'm like, I run a studio. I'm around, I'm around creative people every single day. You know what I mean? Right. And we've talked about your friends and your community. Like you've got a lot of people. Right. Right. But it's more like the vibe of, of like where I live is just like not connected very well. I don't know. Like when, when we lived, when we, not when we lived, but we went, we went to New York city for a week to do a show. Like it was great because it was just good to be able to have what you want when you want, like at your fingertips in the form of like a city. Right. Yeah. And and not even speaking about music, but like that also could spark inspiration. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, do you, I mean, is there any time where you've felt like you as an artist, especially were at a disadvantage, like that there was some opportunity that wasn't available to you? because you weren't in a music city. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but no, I don't. Not specifically, don't, it's more like a vibe type thing. For me, for me personally, I don't think so. But for people that do like open mics and I don't know, li- live performance, street performance, things like that, yeah, you would probably want to not miss out on that. But for me, I don't think so. Maybe for performing like playing out at clubs or something, but I don't know if I missed out or not. I don't really, I don't really feel a certain way about it, but yeah, I mean, I guess I I could have played a a few more shows, but there's also more artists there. So true. There's competition, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Let's dive into that a little bit. Let's talk about, let's talk about first some of the advantages of living in a music hub city specifically talking about the big two LA or Nashville. Maybe we can group New York in that too. So first of all, I would say the most obvious advantage is something that you were just kind of alluding to, I think, and that's just access. Yeah. Like if you're in the same town as all of the stuff that's going on, all of the other music that's being made, all of the people who are making that music and involved in the business part of that releasing music you're just going to have more access and and more opportunity because of that. 
So I think that's still the main reason that tons of artists choose to move to the music cities. And it's one that I think is going to remain relevant even though we have this kind of shrinking of the world and of the music industry with the internet. I th and I also think that there's something to be said for having a lot of options in what you can do and where you can go. So like in LA, for example, you're going to have many choices of studios for your records. You'll be within driving distance, albeit maybe with lots of traffic. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> within a reasonable distance of a huge list of industry people, like a who's who list of label people, producers, engineers, other musicians, stars, like <laughs> where you could very conceivably run into somebody on the street who's a huge artist. So it's easy to say that the internet has made it so that we don't need to be in those locations anymore, but I think there's only so far that you can actually take that. Do you know what I mean? There, I think there's something to be said for the chance meetings that can happen when you live in the same place as all of the most connected people in the business. Yeah. Like if we're thinking back to when we were talking to Sawyer Auger and his story, when it comes to all of that, those chance meetings, like he moved out to LA and he would just kind of carry his guitar case around everywhere he went. And it ended up getting him connected to people because people would run into him, ask him about it. He would just walk into a venue and, you know, be there with his guitar yeah. case and people thought he was a musician and would talk to him. And that ended up just connecting him to people. So that's something that I think is hard to do on the web. Does that make sense? It does, but I disagree. Because I have a friend that is really plugged in with like underground rap and or not even underground rap at this point because they're they're charting. Mm. But there's these discords that are happening, these group chats that are happening with these producers and stuff that kids of, of all levels are part of from like the chart toppers down to like kids from like 20 minutes away from me that signed to Internet Money two weeks ago. Mm. So it's it's the equivalent of that because it's more like a bunch of dudes in a room walking around with their guitar cases. I mean, they're not running into like record like executives or anything, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. It, it, it really depends on who you're trying to, who you want to have the opportunity of running into and for what purpose and what that can look like. So I, th I think you're absolutely right. The, the thing that I think for a lot of people is kind of strange about the internet for that is that it's not very clear like where to be in order to run into the right people. Like how did they end up in that situation? Yeah, who knows? But who knows the chances of like the street thing either? It's this, it, To me, it's like the same thing almost. It is the same, but at the same time, I don't know. I think there's, there is something to be said for that though because you know, if you're, if you're in LA, you know that that is the center of the pop music world. So if you're a pop you're Right, musician, so you're there, and now you just have to find the big fish. If you can figure out, okay, where is everybody? Yeah. Where is everybody on the internet that is just like me? I'm going to find that. And then I'm going to find, or just, I'm just going to cast my line out there, dude. At least. Yeah, I mean, you're you're making excellent, excellent points about this. And, and I think one of the big arguments that, people have for why this doesn't like why where you live doesn't matter anymore these are just all things to consider and i uh, maybe it's genre specific 
maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe you're just the type of person that does really well face-to-face with somebody. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to take those things into account and, and play to your advantages, I would say. If that means moving somewhere where you're going to maybe run into somebody and be able to sweet talk your way into some <laughs> some deal or something like that, then that's maybe the right thing to do. And if if you're better on the internet, then maybe that's the way to go instead too. So it's it's all a balance, I would say. And I think that overall, this idea of the potential networking connections and stuff like that, that's sort of like the most obvious advantage to living in a music city. And and I don't know, you, you might be right. Maybe that's kind of a played out idea and not as important as we all think it is. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's entirely out the window. I'm just saying like the internet came about like when we were kids, you know what I mean? And yeah. now it's like a very big and real thing. Right. It's like its own entity. So there's like a different thing that I I barely know anything about it and I'm sure a lot of people are completely unaware of it. Right. So it's worth experimenting, I guess, is the the take home. Sure. Yeah. And if you can experiment in multiple ways by being in a music city, maybe make a trip out to a music city for a month. A lot of people do that and, you know, just see what you can stir up. Do the same thing on the web too. just go looking for those opportunities and stuff. And maybe you won't have to move anywhere then. One other thing I think that's an advantage to living in a music hub city is something that you mentioned a little bit before, Jake, and that's just being surrounded by like-minded people. And I'd be curious to talk about this too from the internet standpoint. I don't know. I I think this might be even a, a bigger advantage to actually living somewhere because it's it's something that's difficult, I think, to feel and have affect your career when it's a virtual thing. So I'll give you an example of what I mean by this, because this is something that I struggle with where I am in Connecticut occasionally. So sometimes I can feel like I'm the only person in the area who's pursuing a career in music or an entrepreneurial career in music, especially. Like I'm the only person who's trying to build my own business in this space or even build my own business, period. Like if I if I look at someplace like Nashville or LA, I see tons of people like me, all with similar goals, all reaching for the same types of things. So we've talked a lot about community and last week we talked about building a team. Mm. Well, I think your location might have a big influence on how easy it is to do those things. So even aside from like the networking stuff and who you're going to run into, I think just being around other people who are driven in the same way that you are and have similar goals is huge and kind of, and more of like an energy sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like being physically around those people, able to get together and stuff. So I, I said I was going to give an example and I didn't give an example. So I live <laughs> in the Hartford, Connecticut area and the vast majority of people who live around me and work in the area, they work in insurance. Hartford is the insurance capital of the world. That's what everybody here does. It's the main business that drives Hartford. And then there's another big group of people in the area who work for an elevator company, manufacturer, engineering and and building elevators and maintaining elevators. So that's another big employer around here. 
but nothing really is in that sort of entrepreneurial area. That's not a common thing where I live. And that's nothing against any of those people or their career choices who who work in those kind of uh, nine to five jobs, but their career goals look very different from mine. They go to a job, they are working throughout the week to take home a paycheck, and they're going to try and work up the ladder over time, get a promotion until they can eventually retire at some date. Like, that's what their whole idea of business looks like. And as an entrepreneur in the music business, I don't feel like I have very much in common with any of them, especially when it comes to business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have much to offer them, and they don't really have much to offer me when it comes to that sort of thing. So if I lived in Nashville, I mean, I could easily name off a dozen people right now who I know who have similar career goals as me. Like they understand the things that I am shooting for, the struggles that I have. Like they get they get the hustle of trying to figure out how you're going to make this into a business and trying to come up with creative ideas for it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they don't look down their nose at what I've chosen as a career in the same way that somebody who had a more like quote unquote stable corporate job might. I don't know. Do you feel that in in your area at all too? Or is is that more of an entrepreneurial community? Yeah. I mean, I just have trouble relating to my friends that work like a typical nine to five on a, a goal level, at least like you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly like you said, it's, it's just different and like, yeah, they can offer advice, but it's just different. Yeah. I I think it's really, really important to surround yourself with people who are on the same page as you because they're going to help you grow. You know, they're going to be people that you can bounce ideas off of and and they'll bounce ideas off of you maybe that can inspire you to try new things in your business and to ultimately grow sort of together. This is how I feel about where I am right now. If everybody around you thinks that being a musician is this like, rebellious career choice or just a straight up like foolish choice and that they they can't respect that as a career choice that's going to make everything an uphill battle for you because you're always kind of fighting to prove yourself not just prove yourself that you can be successful but prove that what you're doing is has worth you know i think that's something that a lot of musicians run into it's sort of a, it's viewed by a lot of people as a hobby so if that's everybody around you who's viewing you that way that can be really difficult like you don't want your whole life to be like an awkward thanksgiving dinner get together you know where you're oh like dreading gosh, you're dude. dreading the moment that your judgy aunt is gonna ask you oh, how's the music thing going oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> Like, when are you going to get a real job, you know? Dude, dude. <laughs> I'm lucky when it comes to that. Like, my family's been overall, like, very supportive of the music career thing. I, I don't get a lot of those comments. But, like, I know that that's a common thing. And I, I get little glimpses of that, not even, not necessarily through my family, but just in general. That kind of side-eye thing, like, okay, like, when are you going to have to give up the the music thing and go get a real job? I don't know. So if you live in a music hub, I think you're going to be surrounded by people who can reinforce your decisions in your career, in your music career, 
and encourage you without even really needing to say anything. Like the fact that they're doing what they're doing, which is the same thing that you're doing, that's sort of encouragement on its own. So that it, it kind of comes out to be sort of mutual support, even if it's unintentional support. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's 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 just like having they're not like yeah they're they're not like your cheerleaders, but it's just like you're holding each other up almost. And just the fact that you're shooting for the same thing shows that it's not a stupid decision and <laughs> that you're yeah. you're all on the same page and pushing for the same goal. Yeah, yeah. So I think another advantage of moving to a music city is kind of along those same lines, like the idea of proof that it's like proving that you you mean it, that you're you're saying you're going to do this thing. You're going to really go for it. That I think is something that can play into your decision to move somewhere. I think that's part of when we were talking to Sawyer, I'll bring him up again. Like when he made the decision to just get up and move out to LA, that was sort of proof both to himself and to his dad and to anybody else that he was serious about it, that he was taking that seriously. So it kind of goes two ways. And this is something that I've come up against personally on at least two occasions that I can think of in talking to people about my career and my goals and actually potential jobs in the industry for both of these examples. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I've, I've been asked, so why haven't you moved out to LA? And in, in both cases, it was posed as sort of like a, a test kind of question, you know, like, like what they were really asking is if you're serious, you, you should do this. Why haven't you done this? And me saying, oh, I'm, I, I'm good where I am right now in Connecticut. I felt at the time was kind of taken as an, okay, then you don't really, you don't really mean it. Have you ever run into that type of thing? Yeah. And, and my response to that would be because the internet exists. Right. Yeah. Because the internet exists. I mean, that's totally true. And I didn't have that answer at the time when I was asked that. It was more just like, a, and I enjoy where I am right now. My family is here. Like it, I had those kinds of answers at the time. I was sort of just bumbling around and, but, but yeah, absolutely. At this point, that's a hundred percent true. The internet makes it possible. And you know, what's crazy in no other profession. Will you find that dude, aside from creative professions, entrepreneurial professions, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I want to be a baker. Well, why haven't you moved? like <laughs> what yeah i'm I, that's totally true maybe maybe for like a chef it'd be like why haven't you moved to france or something but yeah okay. you, you, you can totally be a great chef without moving to france so that's yeah that's a, yeah. a good example there's there that's true i've never even really considered that me either till now <laughs> music industry like film industry like those types of creative jobs yeah. are absolutely <laughs> yeah that's so true and so weird. <laughs> that is so weird. And other people's perception of your commitment, I would say definitely shouldn't be the only reason that you make a big life decision, like moving your entire life out to a different location to one of these music cities. But I think it can definitely have some impact on your career. Ultimately, it's something to consider at least take that for what it's worth. I'm not saying that like you should move to LA so that people don't think you're a faker or something, but I think you get what I mean. And just from a, a mental health perspective, everybody, 
You can't care enough about someone else's opinion to impact what you want to do because that is just another person just like you. And if you do that, then you're allowing them to impact what you want to do. And that's not cool. That's not good. Absolutely. And I think I don't I don't want to put across that that should be a reason for you doing anything huge in your life. The the proof thing I think does come down a little bit to yourself. Like sometimes yeah. I do think that it helps to make a commitment to something to actually prove to yourself that it's something that you care about. If it's something that you really want to do and you're not doing it because you're worried about it or something like that, mm -hmm. like it's it's a scary thing, sometimes making that commitment, making the leap can elevate your your overall feeling about it. Like it can up your creativity. It can up your productivity because you've gone for it. So that's what I want to kind of get across when I'm talking about proving that you mean it. It should come down to proving it to yourself that this is something you want yeah. to do. Like that's the final step that that you can make to to prove to yourself that it's important to you. Just to double down on the proving to yourself, like a lot of times recently doing things that I have to make a decision about that I'm uncomfortable with. And the only reason why I don't want to do it is because I'm like, oh, like if I do it, like what happens? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I just do the uncomfortable thing, it's way better. Yeah. It's way better. And it opens up different opportunities, things that you can try and stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self-Signed Artist. If you could please go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated by myself and Kobe. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. I do want to also mention some potential disadvantages of moving to a music city because so far everything we've talked about, I mean, we've played with some ideas where maybe it's an advantage, maybe it's something that you don't need that you can get by with the internet. But I do think that there are a couple actual like disadvantages to moving to a music hub. And, and there are definitely some potential hurdles that can balance out some of the advantages. I think the first one is one that we've mentioned. I believe we mentioned it already uh, in passing, and that's just competition in any music hub location. So like in a place like LA or Nashville, like we said earlier, there, there are going to be tons of like-minded people all with the same goals. And, and I think that can make it really difficult to stand out as an artist. So all of the industry people that you have easier access to in one of those cities, those people are also going to be accessible to the 5,000 other people who are lined up at their door trying to talk to them and trying to to figure the same stuff out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's like there's the classic example of places like Hollywood where you go into a restaurant or bar, every waiter or bartender that you meet, like you, you're talking to them and they're they're really an actor. They're just waiting for the next role. You know what I mean? Like that's a, a classic example for those types of locations. I think the same thing can kind of happen for musicians where it's it sort of becomes saturated where everybody who wants to do this is in the same location and it just becomes kind of like a a bunch of noise that's hard to break through. Everybody that anybody talks to in Nashville 
is trying to be something in the the music scene. That's going to make it difficult to stand out. So I would say maybe if you don't move to a music city and you're the only serious musician in your area, that could be an awesome thing, actually. Like, sure, you don't have some of the things that we already talked about, like a bunch of like-minded people around you or a bunch of people that you're going to randomly run into in the street that have connections to the music industry, but you could become the face of the music scene in your area. And I think that can be a pretty powerful thing. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Like, does that hold much power to you? Big time, big time for sure. When people think of certain areas, certain names pop up for sure. Another disadvantage of living in a music hub that is kind of related to this, I would say, is like nepotism, where in the music industry, I think we do have a bit of a reputation for nepotism, where people are going to get some special opportunities because they're friends with the right industry person or, you know, their dad plays golf with the decision maker for such and such brand and stuff (laughs) like that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it can feel like it's hard to meet people unless you already know people. And it's kind of like a catch 22, you know, like you can't get your foot in the door without knowing somebody but at the same time, you can't get to know anybody without getting your foot in the door. Like it's it's one of those weird things that's hard to find your way out of. So that that's another thing that's kind of related to that, the sort of noise out there where there's a bunch of people competing for everyone's attention that can make it kind of tricky. So those are some of the major advantages and disadvantages of making a move to a music city. But I think we should also talk a little bit about some of the advantages. We've already kind of mentioned one just in in passing just a minute ago, but some of the advantages of staying where you are, wherever that is as well, because I, I think there are some important things to consider there too. So, I mean, the obvious stuff is the inverse of some of the things that we just talked about. So obviously there's not gonna be as much competition if you're outside of a music hub. But I don't know. I I wouldn't necessarily consider that an advantage. That's just sort of the lack of a disadvantage. But but I do think that there's really one thing that can be a true advantage over living in a music hub that you should consider. This is the idea that you can kind of build a sense of pride around your location that's shared between you and your fan base. What I'm talking about is, or I'll give you an example. Think of it this way. Everybody expects the biggest country artists to come out of Nashville. You know, like that's what happens. (laughs) When that happens, like nobody's surprised. And for the people in Nashville, like they almost don't notice when that happens, I would say, because it's sort of expected. They wouldn't think twice about seeing another big country artist come out of Nashville and make it big. But in contrast to that, What if a country artist came out of somewhere else? Say Hartford, Connecticut. Since I'm from Hartford, Connecticut, I'm aware that we don't have a ton of country artists coming out of Hartford, (laughs) Connecticut. So if a country artist started to find some traction from Hartford, that would turn some heads and nobody expects that to happen. So there are tons of country music fans in Connecticut, though, that I think would really back somebody if they were doing well from the area. So all of a sudden you have this potential for 
an artist to build a sense of pride around their artist career and around the location that they're from. Yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about. So, so maybe that example that I just gave is a little bit more extreme than it has to be too. Like, it, I would say it doesn't really even matter like what genre we're talking about. But aside from the genre that comes out of where you're normally from, I mean, it could just be as simple as you being an artist from a state or from a town or from a small city that hasn't produced a lot of big artists, period. So like, again, if we use Hartford, Connecticut again as an example, if you're just an artist in any genre that comes out of Hartford and you start to really find some traction like on a national scale, you can bet, I think, that people from Connecticut are going to be extra supportive of you, more so than they would have some artists that came out of somewhere that you'd expect, like LA or Nashville. Like people want to see somebody from their hometown succeed in a big way, I think. And I think that can be a powerful thing that if you can harness that and use it to your advantage, maybe use it Use it might be the the wrong way to say that. But if you can harness that energy, I think that can be a really big thing for a music career. To connect that back to myself, that's part of the reason I would say that I like where I am right now in my business in Connecticut. Because this is something that I think about running a, a music business in Connecticut, a mixing business in Connecticut. I would love to be part of putting Connecticut on the map in the music industry. Like we have a good amount of talented musicians here, but there really isn't a ton of infrastructure in the state. Like, I mean, we have some, a couple independent record labels, a few studios here and there, but there's just not a ton driving the music industry here. So part of my goal as a mixing engineer from here is to help Connecticut musicians sound the best that they possibly can so that we can kind of grow as a community and put Connecticut on the map. I think that's a powerful thing. And I think having a state or a city back an artist like that and really want them to succeed is going to be a good thing. Can you think of any examples of that, Jake? Of a city backing an artist to the fullest amount? Yeah, like somewhere that's not necessarily a music hub. I mean, the artists from here, the the people love them, but I can't, like, it's not like the artists in the city are one. You know what I mean? Like, they're not yeah. working together. I can't personally think of anyone. The, the only artist that I can think of that's sort of an example of that, maybe not a perfect example because he's from a big city, but is like Chance the Rapper. Like, Chicago, you know, like Chance the Rapper being from Chicago was like a big part of that brand and a big mm. pride thing, I would say, for the city. So maybe that's a little bit, maybe that's not a perfect example since Chicago could be, it's one of the cities that we listed as kind of a music, a smaller music hub. But I don't know, that, that could be an example of that type of thing. Th those are just a few things to consider, I think, when you're trying to make this decision. I think as anybody in the music industry, especially as an artist moving to a music hub or not, that's one of those questions that everybody's going to run into at some point, and you just want to kind of weigh your options. It's, I think, as you've seen during this particular episode, there are some things that have been considered advantages in the past for the whole history of the music business 
that are kind of a gray area now. Like, d- is it really a benefit to live in one of these music hubs or not? That's something that's still pretty individual, I think. And you have to weigh that against the benefits of staying where you're from. I would be curious to hear about any artists out there and their experience on this. Tell us about where you're from, what the music scene is like in your location, and if there are any things that you feel like you're missing out on not being in one of these big music cities. Or on the flip side of that, if you've made a decision to move to a music hub for your business, tell us about how that's affected you. How has that opened up new opportunities for you and your music and become a benefit to your business? I'd love to learn more, and I think you would agree, Jake, I'd love to learn more about how the internet can make this even less of an issue. How can we grow away from this idea of being in a music hub or not as being something that allows you to succeed or causes you problems? So if there are any things that you've found that have allowed you to open up these boundaries and make it not an issue where you're from, that's something that we'd love to hear about as well. And as always, if you are one of the lovely listeners, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Self-Signed Artist. Peace. Peace.